Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, it was fun last night. Uh, typically, we have our weekend wagers show uh, that we do on Friday nights, but we scrapped that uh, because uh, we wanted to hear from the fans leaving the garden last night, and sure enough, you did. You called us to the show. It was a fun 30 minutes for me from 1130 to midnight. Let's keep that going, uh, especially in this first hour, 800-919-3776. I'd love to hear from Rangers fans. How excited are you? as now uh, the series shifts down to uh, sunny Florida, Tampa, that is. Game three Sunday, and it's an, an afternoon game at 3 o'clock. I'm already, I've already got plans. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm figuring out, you know, am I going to watch it at a local watering hole in Hoboken? Am, am I going to go into the city? What a great time. What a great buzz it is right now, even if you're not a Rangers fan, right? Even if you're just – even if you're somebody like me who, full transparency, I, I don't watch a lot of hockey. I just don't. I'm a football gal, uh, you know, other sports as well uh, that, uh, that, that I'm, I'm paid to handicap and, and pay more attention to. But, man, uh, this has been a fun few weeks, and, uh, and, and I'm in. I am in, and I can't wait for Sunday. Don't forget you'll be able to listen to that game right here on 98.70 SPN. And again, it's a 3 o'clock. Thank you. It's a 3 o'clock afternoon game here on 98.70 SPN. And then, of course, game four will be Tuesday night, both games in Tampa. Can the Rangers steal one? there and possibly uh, head back to New York and uh, in, in the Garden 3-1. Uh, and one. I, think, uh, I think a sweep is asking a little bit too much. I, you never know. Stranger things have happened. But we'll do a deeper dive into that game in just a second. But I want to I set up the show for you because uh, we've got a really special show today. We're coming to you live from the Jets facility here. Um, and I just, first of all, it's a beautiful day out. Could not have asked for a more gorgeous day to be broadcasting live um, from uh, from the Jets facility out here in Florham Park. Um, and what are we out here for? Well, the Jets and Nike have uh, created this high school girls flag football league. And, um, and, and they're in the playoffs right now. So we've got four flag football games that start. One starts at 1.30. It goes 1.33, 4.30, 6 o'clock. And, uh, and we're talking about six high school flag football, female flag football teams in the New York and New Jersey area, and they're all competing. This is the second time the Jets are, of course, a big part of this, and this is the second time they'll be crowned a champion um, today um, after, uh, after these games. So really excited about it. Um, and uh, Quinn Williams is out here. He's going to be joining us. He's supporting the ladies. He's going to be joining us today around 1.30. Uh, and uh, and possibly some other Jets. I'm told that some of the Jets players are out here. Of course, it's the offseason. Uh, they don't have to be here, but those who want to be here working out and uh, learning that, that, that playbook and, and what have you, apparently some of them are, are in the tub. So um, as they say, right, you can't make the club in the tub. They've already made the club, so they are in the tub staying healthy. So uh, so hopefully uh, we'll maybe we'll, we'll get another Jets player on the show. Uh, really excited. John Starks is, uh, is, is scheduled to join us at 2 o'clock this afternoon. 
Of course, not only are we in the postseason when it comes to the NHL, but we're in the postseason when it comes to the NBA. And uh, and and you, you've got a, a Boston Celtics team that stole one from uh, from the Golden State Warriors on their court. So interesting to see what happens in Game Two. And uh, so we'll have John join us to talk about that. And uh, Dan Rosen from NHL.com is going to join us uh, in the two o'clock hour as well. Uh, to break down, of course, that uh, that Rangers Enlightening series. And, of course, you, 800-919-3776, the phone number. That's how you get on board. So, again, Rangers beat the Lightning 3-2, so now they're 2-0 in the series. Here's what's so significant. And this is a, like, marinating this, okay? Um, the The Lightning had not lost two consecutive games Okay, they are set. They were seven. Marinating They were seventeen and zero after a loss. Three years, okay, three years in the playoffs. The Tampa Bay Lightning had never lost two games in a row, and of course they did last night to the Rangers. Um, and it, let's be honest, it didn't start great. Um, ba- I th- I think it was a bad penalty call on Reeves in in regard to the slashing penalty that was called um, about a little over two minutes in. Uh, I I think if you were gonna if you were gonna penalize Reeves, you should have penalized, in my opinion, uh, the the Tampa Bay player as well. But that's not what happened. Tampa Bay was 0 9 on power plays prior to that power play for them, and they were able to score. So they they went up early 1 0, and then um and then of course um. I'd say if 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 you if you did watch the entire uh, game, I I'd say Rangers didn't look right for the first five to six minutes, and then I just feel like after that, I don't know it was nerves. I don't know, I, I who knows. I just felt like they came out after the first six minutes and they just dominated throughout. Uh, and as we know, of course, they went up two one in uh, in in that second period thanks to uh, to Miller and Kako. Um, you know, the second period, of course, missed a lot of shots on net. But you felt, you got the feeling, their speed, their passing, their accuracy, um, their defense, everything was just clicking. And there was never a minute in watching all three periods, there was never a minute that I sat back and said to myself, um, you know what, I don't think I, I don't think the Rangers are, are, are going to win this game. Or I don't think that... that uh, I never got this. I never got the sense or the worry that they were not in control. They just seemed dominant throughout. And of course, uh, you know that that the goal and, and of course the third period was amazing. Let's give Fox some credit, leading all NHL defensemen in uh, in in assists in the postseason with 17, resulting in 22 points. Um, so just a really really fantastic performance by the Rangers. Let's listen. And this is Gallant talking to the media post game. I think everybody's buying in. you got to pay a price to win games in the playoffs, and I think if you looked at our team since probably game four, game five of the Pittsburgh series, we block a lot more shots, we finish a lot more hits, we play the game the right way a lot more, and uh, that's that's how you win in the playoffs. And I probably buried the lead here, and you know I've been talking about Igor Shosturkin uh, for a while now, and, and I've become a huge fan, and how can you not? 92% save rate on the season, 95% save rate at the Garden and uh, 29 of 31 last night, uh, another phenomenal performance. And you're talking about two of the best uh, goal goaltenders in the NHL. Uh, that's why I did like the under last night. 
Little, little too close for comfort. It was five and a half. Of course, the under hit. I did like the Rangers on the money line, and that hit as well. But now it's a whole new ball game as they head to uh, to Tampa to take on uh, the Lightning on Sunday again. That game is at three o'clock. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Let's go to your calls and uh, let's start with Dan in Stanford. Dan, welcome in. Hi, I need a longtime listener. Love the show. Um, Thank you. Love you. Um, love what you're doing with the flag football, the girls, and all that. Um, I see as a new Rangers fan, I see this like cool mix of young, high draft picks and kind of veterans sprinkled in. And I, as a Jets fan, I see, like, cool similarities. And I, I love rooting for this team. I love this playoff run. And I really hope my Jets in the fall can, uh, can mimic it. Like I said, love the show and uh, can't wait to keep listening. You know, Dan, it's, it's interesting because right here it says – and we just, we just lost the call, but, you know, Dan's topic, and, and he didn't elaborate on it too much, but, you know, he's, 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 he's making the parallel, right? Like, Rangers, young, are they – how many of us were expecting the Rangers to be here right now, right? Like we've been hearing how they're on borrowed time. Um, you know, no one, they're, 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 this is the Rangers team that, that maybe a number of analysts expected a year, two years from now, not right now, especially in this situation, being up 2-0 against arguably the best team in, in the NHL. Um, it, it's really phenomenal. So I understand the parallel, right? And, I've said this before in talking about the Jets. I don't think the NFL did them any justice by um, by 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 putting the, the first four games against AFC North opponents. Uh, and, of course, two at home, two on the road, which is not good. You know, there is a chance that this Jets team does start 0-4, and, and, and I will ask Quinn about that when he joins us um, at 1.30 this afternoon. But more importantly... And I'll use I'll use the word marinate again. Marinate in this that the Jets more than likely are going to have 13 total players starting for them on both offense and defense. Right. So the, out of the 22, 13 are either going to be rookies or second year players. Rookie 13. So so Dan, I appreciate the phone call and uh, and and I I totally get the parallel. I totally, I totally get where you're coming from. Let's go to Tommy in Jersey. Tommy, welcome in. Hey, Nina, how you doing? Hi, good afternoon. Uh, just there's another great parallel, and I'm coming at it from, I'm a lifelong Islander fan, so just to hope you can respect the rivalry. I mean, I was 10 when they broke our heart in 79 before we won the Four Cups, and it's, it's one of the most intense rivalries in all the sports. And, you know, I, I, it's fun to watch. I, I, it's killing me to see them do well. I, you know, I hate to say that, but... I tip my hat, but it's interesting. As back in '94, when they last won the cup, we came really close to winning in '93, the year before, and the Rangers came out of nowhere. And then last year, the Islanders really should have won the cup. We came within inches of going to the finals and winning. And now I'm scared out of my mind. It's going to be history repeating itself because Rangers are clicking on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. And and as you said, we Tampa didn't lose two in a row. We couldn't beat them two years in a row. So. Just for Islander fans, and not to be the bitter guy, I, I really hope they don't win it, but I hope you can respect that as it's such an intense rivalry. Uh, you know, here, here's the thing, and, and Tommy, I appreciate the phone call, and you know, I, I, I respect your feelings. <laughs> I, you know, I, people ask me all the time, so wh- who are you a fan of? And I, I'm really, I'm not, <laughs> right? Like, um, I, I grew up in the late 70s, and so you were either – and folks out there who are my age know you were either a Pittsburgh Steelers fan or a Cowboys fan. Doesn't matter what city you lived in. You were one or the other. That was it, right? 
Um, and then um, and then grew up going to the Orange Bowl watching Dan Marino quarterback the Dolphins. So uh, somewhat, uh, you know, obviously from Miami, cheer for the Dolphins. And then worked in Baltimore for four years and uh, was very close with the Baltimore Ravens organization. So part of my heart bleeds purple. Then worked for the Giants for almost seven years. So, you know, being there at the facility that long and um, and knowing the people there and, and, and the players there and, and, and how that organization works. So my heart bleeds a little blue. Um, but I can't and, – and then where we are right now in, in this day and age when it comes to sports and gambling as well as fantasy, it, you can't. You, you got you to gotta, – especially what I do for a living. Like I have to leave my heart at the door. So I can't I, – I, what I'm saying, Tommy, is like I understand where you're coming from. I don't feel it though, right? Like, like I'm. You want to call me a Rangers bandwagoner? Okay, that's fine. Call me that. I, I don't. I, you know, whatever. I just. I, I guess that's what I am because, like, I'm. I'm now. I'm. I'm now on this Rangers train because I am enjoying the thrill of it. I'm enjoying this postseason, right? Um, you know what they were able to do against the Penguins and, and, and come back and all those elimination games they were able to, um, how they were able to to win at Carolina. Uh, on Carolina's home ice, which majority teams in in the NHL can't do, right? And then now to go up 2-0 against Tampa, I'm really excited to see what they can do um, in, in Tampa on Tampa's home ice. So I'm in. I'm on this ride. I'm loving it. Um, but I would imagine, Tommy, that if I was a quote-unquote fan of the Islanders or you know a fan of another hockey team, here in town, uh, the Devils. I uh, it, it, this 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 would not be as enjoyable, right, Tom? Yeah, uh, producer Tom is here. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Which, by the way, uh, so Tom's here producing for us, um, and we've got, of course, Jake and Ty back in the studio. Gentlemen, gentlemen, good morning, or I should say good afternoon. Good afternoon, afternoon, Anita. Hi. Good afternoon. Listen, somebody, we have to, we have to create a way where, like, we can, like, everybody could come out here and we could, like, do the show, like, all, like, technically. Um, we can do the sh- everybody can do the show from here. You that guys, would be you, fun, but that would guys, involve uh, you know more of a financial investment because you right. still got to have people in the studio. Uh, but if we day, could all hang this, out this day and age, just uh, there's got to be some computer out there. I gotta, you, you said I it's just, nice out too because the walls in here look beautiful. I was gonna say I'm envious because you keep you know going on and on about how beautiful it is, the scenery, the weather, it's gorgeous. Tom Bauer, love him. Just started working here. I don't know how he could, you know, he has the opportunity to go enjoy that before taking myself. Tom just started. I mean, He's out here. You're the Jets fan. I'm the Jets fan. Out here. I've been here for half a decade. Feels oh, like Ty, you know. You, you would, you would, you would, and, and let me tell you something. I can't wait. And and so so folks who might not know this, um, I played women's professional football for five years, uh, but started playing flag football, and I represented my university, University of South Florida, in the national championships every year. And we would travel to New Orleans, uh, and we would take on uh, Alabama. There was a, 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 a team from Mexico that just 
would come and kick all our butts all the time. Their style of, of flag football was very similar. They would combine flag football with soccer, uh, where they would play this three quarterback. Anyway, I, I've 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 derailed. And my whole point is, um, th- being out here is taking me back um, to my playing days. And so I'm like the, the way the way that that the Jets have this facility turned into. Um, this amazing field for these young high school women to come out here and compete. I can't wait. I can't wait to watch them. And I'm a little nostalgia happening here with me right now. It's, it's, it's taking me back to my playing days. I'm getting a little emotional being out here. I can't wait to see these uh, very talented young women play. And, and I can't uh, commend the Jets enough by backing this and supporting this and creating this. Because I've, I've said this for a long time, like, you know, uh, a lot of people don't know that there's women's professional football, even though New York has a team, the New York Sharks, the kick button take name. I mean, the New York Sharks have been a, a force to be reckoned with in the professional women's tackle football world. And there's not a lot of people here in the New York and New Jersey area that even know that that team existed. Um, and, um, boy, they they gave me a lot of bumps and bruises in my times in, in, in the years that I played. So, you know, it's just it's it's nice that now – you know, I feel like a big reason why the, the WNBA has had such success is because the NBA got behind them and allowed these women to come in and use their facility and work out TV deals. And, uh, you know, that's what, in order for women's football to uh, succeed, you, you need the NFL to get behind them. And the fact that the Jets are doing this, it, it, it speaks volumes. And so I, I can't say enough wonderful things about the Jets. 800-919-3776 is the phone number. Quick break. We come back. Richard in Manhattan, I see you. You want to talk about the NBA Finals. I'd love to hear from more people talking about the Rangers. Huge, huge win last night. Uh, How fun is this ride? Uh, What do you think the Rangers are going to be able to accomplish uh, when they head down to Tampa? Um, Is it it realistic to expect them possibly to come back uh, with the series at 3-1? to And do you feel that will seal the deal? Um, I do believe it will. I just the way that the Rangers are playing here on home ice at the Garden, I don't see Tampa winning a game here. I think all the Rangers need to do is win one of the next two games down in Tampa, and I think they win this series and they're in the Cup. You're listening to Anita Marks on ninety-eight point seven ESPN. I also want to remind you the incredible ESPN Films and Thirty for Thirty documentary Dream On was created as part of the uh, the fifty fifty. Title IX celebration. How appropriate. Uh, The doc tells the story of the 1996 U.S. women's basketball team's undefeated gold medal run and how it paved the way for and held the fate of the WNBA in its hands. Dream On premieres on June 15th at 8 o'clock Eastern on ESPN. Keep listening later in today's show, uh, and uh, we'll give you a, a pair of passes to the Dream On screening at the Hulu Theater near New York City. So uh, definitely stay tuned for that. Again, we've got uh, Ty and, uh, and Jake who are producing the show back in the studio. Gentlemen, I, I truly wish you were here. Just a uh, really, really uh, fun day out here. Weather's beautiful. Um, but nonetheless, uh, before I go to our calls, uh, just giving you an opportunity, uh, we haven't had a chance uh, to hear what, what your thoughts on the Rangers. My take is, first of all, unbelievable two performances, two games now in Tampa. I just I think it's going to be so crucial for this Rangers team. Just if, if they're able to, to to just win one, man, you've got to feel really good about this team advancing to the Stanley Cup, right? It's an exciting time for sure, and Rangers fans, uh, you should be excited because we're very close to possibly seeing a, the first Stanley Cup final in a long time. But 
This was not a team that was supposed to even be here in the first place, so just enjoy the ride. And I'm a little nervous just because in the previous series, it seems like the Rangers played better when they kind of fell behind and then had to make a comeback. But with this series being up 2-0, I'll gladly take that. And as you mentioned, if they can go into Tampa and just steal one of these next two games, Mm -hmm. the Rangers are sitting real pretty. And I want to say this. We've watched the games all year. Uh, We work the games here at the studio. One guy that I haven't really heard much in the playoffs is Artemi Panarin. And if he can heat up too, that's just another guy that comes in, joins into the stat sheet. You have players on the team that contribute, like Truba, that doesn't really show up on the stat sheet. But Panarin is a guy that usually does show up on the stat sheet. So if he can really show up in Tampa, man, the Rangers are... They're just such a feel-good team right now. New York has been waiting a long time to have a team be this good or close into a final or championship. So just a good time here in New York. Absolutely. Again, Anita Marks uh, coming to you live from the Jets facility out here in Florham Park. They are hosting uh, New York and New Jersey uh, ladies, women's uh, high school uh, flag football championship out here. You've got four big games that are going to be taking place. So really exciting time out here. Uh, Quinn and Williams is going to be joining us at 1.30. That's definitely appointment radio for sure. And uh, John Starks is going to be joining us at 2 o'clock today to talk some NBA. Uh, I'll tell you who else is, uh, as I like to start the show, with Dancing Queen. I'll tell you who else is dancing, and that is Yankee fans. Right, guys? I mean, Garrett Cole uh, dealing last night. Um Took a perfect game into the seventh. Went seven innings, only gave up two hits, uh, zero runs, nine strikeouts. And this is a Yankees team that beat the Tigers 13-0. 13-0. Everybody got in on the action, right? Rizzo, Carpenter, what a great signing that was. Uh, Judge, and it was Judge Bobblehead night. <laughs> um, uh, Trevino, of course. Uh, so beat up on Rodriguez, who was pitching for, uh, for, for the Tigers. He gave up ten ra- at, at some point, guys, like your ten runs, that's just. And it was his third. It was his third big league start. But at some point, at ten runs, like if you're the manager, if you're the skipper, you're out there, aren't you? Like, oh, you know what? This is going to be a, a mentally, emotionally brutal for this young man. I better pull him right now. No, it didn't happen. Uh, he just got absolutely shelled. So, um, anyway, uh, as we know, the Yankees now they've won eight of ten. And they're 37 and 15 on the season, 21 and seven at home. You've got Severino uh, pitching today in in just a few minutes. First pitch, he's three and one with a 3.38 ERA. Uh, you've got you've got this rotation who's just dealing between, uh, you know, and, and I'm going to call him Nasty Nestor. I know the Twins announcer got in trouble for calling him Nestor the molester, even though Nestor came out and said he doesn't have a problem with it. But still, in this day and age, I, I think we need to be a little bit more. Um, cognizant of uh, of of you know what we're saying, but I'm gonna roll with Nasty Nestor from Nestor to of course Garrett Cole, who by the way his last outing against the Tigers he couldn't even get out of the second inning, so this was a redemption start for him for sure. And uh, in Severino, it's just this is this is a, a Yankees pitching rotation number one in the American League with a 2.78 ERA, so uh, hopefully they can pick up another win against um, against Detroit today. Uh, by the way, quick up, update on on Stanton. Apparently uh, hoping that he'll be back on uh, next Saturday or, or Sunday, which will be great. As for the Mets, if you went to bed or Oh, he's back in the lineup today. Thank you, Ty. Appreciate it. Um, if you uh, if you went to bed late last or, or early last night, you have a Mets team. Unfortunately, they lost to the Dodgers 6-1. to one. 
Uh, thanks for uh, Alonzo, Pete Alonzo, preventing the shutout with his 14th home run. But Bassett went, uh, gave up four runs, five hits, eight strikeouts, and six innings. Uh, Lindor, of course, as we know, he has a, a broken fingertip uh, from uh, fracture, I, I guess, in, in a hotel door. I mean, we've all been there, right? Like, I, I've, I don't think I've ever broke my finger in, in a hotel door, but I've definitely injured um, injured my, my finger in a hotel door. Uh, but nonetheless, um, so this is a Mets team, uh, again, taking on the Dodgers. As we know, they're out there on the West Coast. 10 o'clock will be first pitch. Uh, Peterson will be going for the Mets later on tonight. So, uh, so unfortunately, a Mets, the, the Mets do lose to the Dodgers. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Richard uh, in Manhattan. Richard, welcome in. Hi, Anita. Anita, I'm not a big uh, gambling guy, but the Avalanche are favored over the Oilers in, in Edmonton. I mean, you've got to like Edmonton, no? Even though they're down 2 nothing, their fans going, you know, going wild there. Wouldn't you bet the underdog, home underdog? Um, I have not handicapped that that series, so right. so I, I will. I'm, okay, all right. Yeah. Golden so State I, yep. is not your father's Golden State, and Steve Kerr's got to learn that more than ever. He took out Curry with three minutes to go in the third, and didn't bring him back until three minutes went in the fourth. So that's when Boston made their run. The only resemblance this Golden State to the other Golden State teams was they were more athletic. Clay Thompson was more athletic. Draymond Green is more athletic. Clay Thompson is right now at Allen Houston. He can't defend. He doesn't drive. He hasn't gone to the foul line in his last four games. Draymond Green is basically Charles Oakley. I mean, these guys are not the same offensive threats they were. Uh, Curry is still the same offensive threat, but he's got to play 42 to 44 minutes every game. Curry should have never taken him out in that game at that time. One last thing, Anita. Uh, where would you, if the Rangers, now they have to get it done, if they win the Cup, would you consider this bigger than the two giant runs, New York Giants in 07 and in 2011? Are they bigger than that? Are they bigger than the Yankee run in 96? Those are the only three New York Nothing will beat the Mets in 69. That was the most incredible run. But nothing, uh, I think this Ranger, if they were to win it, I don't know where you would put it with the Yankee run with Torrey his first year and the two giant runs. Where, where would you put it if they win the cup? I, I just I think that there's – and thanks for the phone call, Richard. Um, and it's, it's a great question, and I'll open up for our listeners, 800-919-3776. I just I, – I get – just this is a different feel, uh, this Rangers team in this run, uh, to me. You know, probably to me and in, in my experience and my time here in New York and covering New York sports, um, you know, to, to me, I, I think the run of the Giants – getting into the postseason at 500 and then making a run and beating an undefeated Patriots team to me is, is uh, to me and my experience, that's what I would put on top. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Let's go to John in Forest Hills. John, welcome in. Uh, good afternoon, Anita. Love listening to you on Saturday, and uh, it's, ple- it's an honor to speak you- speak with you. Thank you. Uh, you know, this past week I, I was on uh, Dave's uh, Rothenberg and DPHO show, and I told them I think they would do it in five. And we 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 held serve. We won the first two games, and yeah, we just have to win one of those two games down mm-hmm. in Tampa Bay. But I really think the X factor is Keandre Miller and that kid line. Ke- Keandre Miller is an unbelievable defenseman. 
but he could be so more offensive. And I think we're seeing that last night, that he could be a very offensive-minded defenseman. And I think in the next two years, you're going to see him put up 60, 70 points in a year. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. But I think they, Tampa Bay doesn't have an answer to the kid line or to guys like Fox and, and K. Andre Miller. So I think they're going to do it in five, and I think we're going to have a parade down the Canyon of Heroes. Uh, how, how fantastic would that be? The kid line did score last night. Um, and I was hearing Gallant talk to uh, the, the po- on the post game show. Uh, the the oldest um, the oldest player is is 22 years old on that kid line, which is, is is really fantastic. So not only what we're seeing here, John, and, and thank you for your phone call. Not only what we're seeing here in in in, in the postseason, but just to think of what's to come. You know, in, in talking to a number a number of analysts who who cover hockey, uh, I've had a few of them tell me that they think that this potentially could be one of the best lines that third line that they've seen in, in maybe the last decade in the NHL. Uh, so just, just I'll, I'll use the word marinate, marinate in that again. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Jose in Newark. Jose, welcome in. Good afternoon. All right. Thanks, Anita. How are you today? Great, great. So, um, yeah, the Rangers just unbelievably, just, just great being a, a, a New York fan nowadays, but they, they really were, man, I know there's been a lot of comparisons as far as other New York teams, but they really feel like that 99 Knicks team where, you know, Pat goes down and you just feel like it's over and then these these other guys just pick up the team and just run with it. And um, the energy in, in Madison Square Garden, the Ivan's better chant, you know, leave it up to, to MSG fans to come up with a catchphrase to just kill you with. But the energy is like, you know, like you just – you just it's just magical. I mean, I've, I've been a New York fan my entire life, and I'm used to seeing the Yankees, and we, we're used to seeing the Yankees always win, but when something special is happening in Madison Square Garden where, you know, we're not as successful, it just feels a lot different. But the comparison for me and the energy and just unexpected success in the playoffs is that 99 Knicks team, which, you know, of course we ran into a buzzsaw in San Antonio, but it's that same kind of energy where you're just – pleasantly surprised that something good's happening in there. Thanks for, yeah. thanks for taking the call. No, I, I love the call, Jose. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. You know, I, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to remember where I was. It, was it, it yesterday? I, I think yesterday afternoon, um, I, I got done with work early. Our show was moved up from 530, from, from, from six to 530. And so it was so nice out. I, I, I went for a walk and, uh, and I was walking around the city and, um, just everybody walking around with Rangers jerseys on. And, and, you know, same thing happened to me on Monday. I spent Memorial Day in, in the city, uh, all day in the city. I was walking around. I was doing some shopping and, and had some brunch with some friends. And, you know, as girls get together, it's it's all about the Manny and Petties in the city, right? And uh, and, and I, I, I said to my friend last night, I said, you know, it's I, – I, I, I hope – and, and, and for folks that are listening, you know, maybe this is the first time listening to me. Like, I'm from Miami, Okay. 
Like the only time you went to a Heat game is like if they played well. <laughs> like, like there's there's no way the AAA arena would be what what uh, you know the Garden is uh, if if the Miami Heat had a record like the Knicks have had the last decade. Like, so I, I just you know I turned to my friend. I said, what a, what a great time it is to be in the city right now. Like beautiful night. There's a buzz. There's an excitement. Um, and you you just I just I hope New Yorkers appreciate it, right? Because I I didn't I didn't grow up in this in in this environment. Far from it, far from it. And and so there's just there's something about there's something about New York. There's something about the city. Yes, the Rangers are providing this this feel and this energy and this emotion and this excitement right now. But it very well could be the Knicks, and hopefully it will be. Uh, I don't know in the next three to five years. Who knows? You know. Um, you know, you know. Obviously, you've you've, you've experienced before with the Giants. It's been it's been quite a few years, but but nonetheless, there's just um, it's 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 such a, it sport is such a vital part of what makes New York and New York people so great, and New Jersey people. I don't want to leave leave New Jersey out of it. Anita, to that point, it kind of made this whole Rangers run has really made me think about the Knicks because. As popular as the Rangers are, and they are definitely New York's hockey team, hockey is definitely the least popular out of the four major sports. Absolutely. And this Rangers run has kind of taken over the entire city. So it really made me think, if the New York Knicks went on a run like this, when they are one of the most popular teams in the country, a team like the Knicks, if when they won one game in the first round against the Hawks last year, New York City almost burnt to the ground. If they were in the Eastern Conference Finals of 2-0, I don't I can't even think about what New York City would be like right now. It would be honestly incredible. It's still incredible with the Rangers, but with the Knicks too, who are never good and how popular they are and how many fans they have, if the Knicks were 2-0 right now in the Eastern Conference Finals, New York City would be probably on like a lockdown alert. I think I don't even know. It's, it's just hard to process because it's not even like believable. But right, um, no, I I hear you, and I, and I just and, and listen. I, I just I share that is is somebody who was not born and raised here, but you know I, I I've lived here now for over a decade, um, and and I think sometimes like for example, I just use this, and, and I know I'm comparing apples and oranges here, and that is like you know people go down to the Miami, they you know they want to be they want to be on the beach. Well, I, I grew up on the beach. So to me, the beach is the beach. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like I think sometimes like, you know, we, we, you know, if if you're, if you're so, you grow up in an environment, I think sometimes we take it for granted, right? You grow up in an environment, you just, you just assume it because it's, it's all, you know, um, and take it from, take it from me, take it from somebody who didn't grow up in this environment. But again, I've lived here now for a decade. Um, it's special. There's something really special going on here. Um, and, and, and I, I just, I, I think it's, I think it's, 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 I, I know there's, there's not a lot to be excited about or happy about in, in society right now. Uh, and, and, but this is a great little micro microcosm of, uh, of something that I think all of us here in the tri-state area can embrace and, and really get behind and, and really enjoy. And hopefully everybody is, and you're not taking it for granted. Uh, let's go to Ira really quick before we take a break. Ira, welcome in. Hey, hey, Nina. Good afternoon. And uh, yeah, I agree with you. It's nice to go on a run. And I want to get to Quinn Williams, but real quickly, the 09 010 Jets run, 
you know, beating, uh, you know, Brady and, and Manning and, and the year before Rivers and Carlson Palmer, you know, that was uh, that was a nice run, but they came up short. But with Quinn Williams, listen, I love the guy. I think he's a mostly very talented guy. He takes the keys. I know these extension talks. And you know what? It seems like these top guys are getting $20-plus million. And then the Giants are correct me. Didn't Leonard Williams get like 18 to 20? I just don't know if Williams is at that point yet. I think he's just still a little bit too inconsistent. I think there's a big future. But have you been given that type of big money yet? I'm curious of your opinion. Um. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll ask him. You know, I, you know, at the end of the, at the end of the day, and, and Ira, thanks for the phone call. I've said this before. I've spoken to a plethora of general managers. You know, where you spend your money, where you spend your most money, quarterback, obviously, defensive end, cornerback, and that's a shutdown corner. Um, and uh, and and left tackle. Those are the those are, those are the four areas where you spend your most amount of money. Um, so th- that's and, and and this is this is coming from some of the the, the most successful general managers uh, in the NFL. You're listening to Anita Marks on ninety eight point seven ESPN. You know I don't know I, I mean I'm I, I that's I, I just I just think the way that this game one unfolded and, and by the way I know we've got some calls coming in eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six um. You know the way the way that this this game one unfolded, as we know, Golden State came out to a, a great start. I mean, Curry was was amazing. Six threes in the first quarter, um, twenty one points. Ended up with thirty five. His stat line was thirty five five and five. Um, you know, but only so much one man can do, right? Like like Draymond Green couldn't score to 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 save his life and uh but did have 11 rebounds okay would expect nothing more from the big man uh granted wiggins uh, wiggins is one of my favorite players he's now become the third scorer this podcast is proud to be supported by jets pizza the number one pick in detroit style pizza why it's simple jets is better with the thickest crispiest cheesiest detroit style pizza in the country there's no competition right now get five dollars off any eight corner pizza with code eight save that's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Uh, third leading scorer with the Golden State Warriors. Um, and he put up 20 points in, in, in 35 minutes. Uh, but you've got Clay only 15 points so he was off from downtown and Poole was off only nine points he was one one of five from downtown so game two do I expect that same performance from Clay and Poole no I I don't uh, meanwhile on the opposite side and and what Draymond was talking about and that is you know Al Horford have loved him in the postseason as well uh, 26 points but six from eight from downtown six of eight from downtown, I, I don't. I just. I think it's unrealistic to expect that type of performance from Al Horford again. Um, Derek White, who I've said I, I think is definitely one of the best pickups in in free agency this season, especially 
uh, with the injuries that the Boston Celtics have have experienced so far with Robert Williams, with Marcus Smart, and, and how White has been able, able to step up and help them defensively as well as offensively, 21 points, five for eight from downtown. And um, and and again, Tatum only putting up 12 points. I'll do a, same, I guess, in, in same regard, like, do I expect Tatum to only put up 12 points in game two? No, I don't. Uh, you know, he was able to also put up 13 assists because, uh, you know, obviously the Golden State Warriors, uh, their game plan was to take him out of the equation, and they did point-wise, but he was able to dish, and, and you know, the cast of characters like Horford, like Smart, like White uh, were able to, to capitalize uh, offensively. So do I expect the same game? No. Keep in mind, here's another thing. Golden State was up by 15 points. The fourth quarter, they were outscored 40-16. to 16. In the fourth quarter, 40 to 16. Do I expect that happening again? A 17 and 0 run against one of the best uh, offensive shooters ever to grace the court? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So uh, I do expect a different game. Um, I think this is a must-win game for the Golden State Warriors. So uh, I'm I'm going to lay the points. I'm I'm going to lay the four for Golden State. Here's another thing. I'm going to play the under here as well. The under, is, as I see it, is 212 and a half. Uh, big reason why, 43 pointers. Just marinating that for a minute. Again, there's that word again. Uh, marinating that for a minute. 43 pointers in game one. 40. I don't expect 43 pointers in game two. These are two of the best defenses uh, in, in, uh, in the NBA. And so you've got the, the number one and number two best defense in the NBA. I, I, just, I just don't expect that type of foul firepower again in game two. Let's go to your calls. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Tony in a car. Tony, welcome in. Afternoon. How you doing? Good to talk to you today. How you feel? I'm great. I'm great. I'm out here at the Jets facility. It's a beautiful day. You've it absolutely some... is. Yeah, it's gorgeous. I but uh, so I'm, I'm totally about the voice of your Long Island Nets, the G League team to the Brooklyn Nets. So I'm glad to be with you this afternoon. <laughs> welcome in. I'm glad to be with you. I look, I saw both games in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center when the, when the Celtics came to town. Uh, the, I'm telling you now, uh, they are not a, they are not a farce. This is not a joke we're watching. This, they are riding the wave. Their defense was mad. It was so impressive, not just on TV, but seeing it at the up front and personal. There were moments you couldn't see because you can't see Kevin Durant on TV all the time, but we could see him at the building. He was frustrated. I don't think in his whole career I've ever seen him offensively. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply frustrated like he was against Boston. Um, right now, Boston's riding a, a really just a, a wave. I don't expect what you saw Thursday night. I agree with you. Can't expect those numbers again. But when your best player scores 12 points and you win a championship game by double digits, we're in, we're in for a ride. We're not expecting. I do believe that. I'm not willing to let Golden State just win this on their name. They're going to have to earn this one. I hear you, Tony. I just here's the thing, you know, and I appreciate the phone call. Um, I I I love Boston 
since the All Star break, and 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 I've been I've been I've been riding that Boston Celtics team uh, all the way through. I just felt a Golden State a number of reasons the better team, and 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 we can agree to disagree. I'm sure there's people out there saying, "What are you talking about? Boston's the better team." I just think experience, um, you know, depth, uh, scoring depth, health to me was a big issue. You know, Robert Williams. We don't know if this is a long series. Does that knee? Uh, start irritating him again. We know Marcus Smart's been dealing with an ankle. Um, and, and, of course, having that home court advantage at the Chase Center and, and the fact that they just didn't lose there, to me, I, 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 felt, I felt Golden State was, was, was going to win this. So I just want a good series. That's what I want. You know, I'm, I'm worried. If you're scared, say you're scared. I'm scared if Boston takes game two and it goes back to Boston, I, I don't, d- dare we say sweep? The Golden State Warriors is that even a possibility? Even if it's even if it's a five-one series, I'm still still going to be disappointed. Like you know, don't we all don't we all want a game seven? Don't we all want a game seven? Let's go to Mario in Jersey City. Mario, you're up. How's it going, Anita? I just want to comment about the Boston game, man. I watched the whole thing. I even watched the press conferences after, um, mm-hmm. and it just. It was so weird and eerie, like a feeling. Like it wasn't a blowout. It was a close game, and then like I felt like the Warriors didn't know what happened because at the press conference, every time Steve Kerr was asked, like you know what went wrong, he kept saying like we're gonna go to the tape, we're gonna go to the tape and see what happened and figure it out. Because like I don't think I really heard that too much from the calls. Like usually they know what went wrong. Um, and then the second thing is I think the biggest key player on the Warriors has to be Wiggins. I think Clay still doesn't look a hundred percent to me. And I think if Wiggins can go off for like 25 and be like in the middle down low, it'll open stuff up for Clay because they were they kept running pick and, low, pick and uh, roll plays all on the three point line. Like it, it kept going back on the three, like trying to get uh, Curry going. But I think they got to get down low with Wiggins. He, he's the only one that really can score, be that second, you know, person because Green's not a scorer, uh, Looney's not going to score, and the pool I think is too small and not experienced enough. So I really think it's got to be Wiggins and Curry to go off and to open up stuff for like Clay and uh, you know all the other three point shooters. Porter was pretty good too. Thanks also, for don't you? I mean, Mario, it seems like you're a pretty savvy yep. NBA uh, fan. Uh, don't you? Don't you feel that they need to utilize Draymond Green differently? Yeah, I mean, I don't know honestly because like he. I feel like Boston just got him figured out. Like he, they know he can't score, so they just he kept you know kind of running the point. And I, I just think if Wiggins can get like down low more and you know have some more presence down low, it'll open stuff up. But like Green, he, he really he's just like a point guard. But like everybody knows he really can't score, so he's not really a threat, honestly. But yeah, that's, that's pretty much my opinion. I appreciate the phone call, Mario. 